If I were to ask you the question, who was the great Israelite king hero of the Old Testament? Most of you, maybe all of you, would get it right. You would say King David. In fact, Jesus is called the son of David. Jesus is not called the son of Saul. Even though Saul, in today's first reading, it sounds like he is the perfect candidate. He's the perfect candidate. He comes right out of central casting. He's the perfect person for this role. It says again and again, and as a matter of fact, in the beginning it says he's the most handsome in all of Israel. Probably not just physically, but he just, he just has this air about him, this kingly air about him. It says it again and again. He was most handsome. He was quite handsome. He was head and shoulders above everyone else. Very clearly, he seemed to be the, the absolute perfect person to become the shepherd of the people of Israel. But it's David who becomes the hero. We know what happened to Saul. He had a bad ending. He, he got jealous of David because of David's uh, war hero uh, uh, actions. And, and he became jealous and then he became a very bad king. And he had to be gotten rid of. And David became, became the king. So, so Saul was a terrible washout despite the fact that he looked good in the beginning. Meanwhile, if you read the story of David, Samuel goes to the father of David and he says, one of your sons is meant to be king. And Saul, uh, the, rather Eli, the, the uh, father of David, brings out all of his sons except David. And each one comes to, to Samuel and, and it says about each one of those sons, he is quite handsome. And God keeps saying, no, not this one, not this one. And he doesn't even remember, his own father doesn't even remember that he has another son that's out tending the sheep out in the field. And so it seems as though David, who is the most unlikely, becomes the best person for this role of shepherding the people Israel. It's, it's a lesson that we learn again and again and again in the Gospels, that the one who looks perfect, ends up not being the one that, that God chooses. And the one who seems to be a, a terrible choice ends up to be the one that they're looking for. Today in Jesus' gospel, he, he, he sits and he dines of all the people that he can dine with. All the people he can dine with, he sits and dines with tax collectors and sinners. Again, he's doing the same thing that God the Father did when he chose David. He's choosing the most unlikely to do the greatest and mightiest deeds. For a long time, I sat on the admissions board of the Society of Jesus. I looked through uh, the applications of young men who are asking to enter the Jesuits. And I remember very specifically, I won't tell you his name, obviously, very specifically, someone who looked just like Saul. He was very physically handsome, but more than that, he just checked every box. He was extremely smart. He was well-spoken. He just had this wonderful presence about him. He was prayerful. He just seemed the perfect candidate for the Society of Jesus. When his application came to the admissions group, we all just sailed him right through. And within about two or three months, he was gone. He, he washed out in the novitiate just after two or three months. Meanwhile, I think it was perhaps that same year, that very same year, there was another candidate 
who looked like a terrible choice. He had all kinds of problems. His grades were bad and, and, and he kind of looked a little bit like a hoodlum, to be honest with you. And he had some trip ups here and there and just a very unimpressive admissions uh, uh, proposal there. And I remember the council just spending a while scratching our heads saying, I don't know, don't know. Well, we decided to take a chance on him. The, the beautiful looking candidate, two or three months he was gone. This person, he's a Jesuit priest today, 15, 20 years later, a really wonderful, successful Jesuit priest today. And so God chooses the most unlikely, the one who seems to be the ugly duckling to become the beautiful swan. That God, God chooses for the role someone that we wouldn't think would be the right candidate. And perhaps it's calling you and me to look at the people in our family, our friends, our associations, and who's the one that we have written off? Who's the one that we have written off? And perhaps that person is the one who wants to play an whom God wants to play an important role in your life. Maybe you take another look. Maybe you have dinner with them, as Jesus did with the tax collector. That's what I was planning to tell you this morning. And then I prayed. This morning I prayed over the readings after I'd finished the homily, and the Lord told me to add one thing. You might be the one that you've written off. You might think that you're the ugly duckling. And if you are, then indeed God might be calling you to do something that you think is impossible for you to do, that you're totally the wrong person for the job. And if you think that, then look again at the Gospels. Look again at King David and, and say yes if the Lord calls.